Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. <sighs> Mondays just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. What's good, reviewers? It's your man, Benny Blue, and football season is back, and we want to make sure we touch as many new reviewers as possible, and we need your help to do it. So please, go to iTunes right now. Give us a five-star rating. That helps us climb the charts and make sure we reach as many savages out there from sea to shining sea. If you don't have iTunes, you can also check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, and iHeartRadio. And also make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well and follow us at JB and Benny Blue on all social media. Five-star rate us on iTunes now. What's good, reviewers? This episode of the JB and Benny Blue Review is brought to you by our friends at Snow CBD. Naturally enhance your life with premium CBD by Snow, formulated for stress relief, pain relief, better sleep, and much more. Learn all about it at snowcbd.com. That's S-N-O-C-B-D.com. And use code the review. that's the review for 10% off all products and free shipping. Ba-bam! And in five, four, three, two, one... Ooh-wee, we back, episode 136, it is the JB and Benny Blue Review, and there's a little chill in the air, ladies and gentlemen, you know what that means, uh. football season is kicking into high gear, oh uh. my goodness, joining us from the desert with his new mascot, temporary mascot, because he is the dog uncle, uh, Zulu is in the building there in the Savage Den with Mr. Jeremy mm-hmm. Eugene Bridges drinking his hot toddy, yes, yes. donning his red bird gang drip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How are you, sir? I'm well, man. You know, as always, I am draped up and dripped out in, in, in this bird gang here. Now, mind you, this is the only time I can wear shit like this because if I go home, I might get shot. So, uh, that's <laughs> life for me. Good shit, good shit. Okay, so yeah, Zulu's here. All right, big dog, aka big dog, uh, Benny. You ain't seen him. Did you see Zulu last time he was here? No, he, he wasn't. He wasn't gracing us with his presence at that time. Okay, so Zulu right now weighs eighty-five pounds. Right, ah, and review reviewers, if you want to see a picture of Zulu, go to my uh, my Instagram, I mean my Instagram, my Twitter page. That's you know me, Big. That's the letter U K N O B I Z. At Twitter, right, you can see pictures of Big Dog, you know what I'm saying? He is a handsome little devil. All right, we are dog lovers over here. Sean! Yo. My guy! What's going on, brother? Sean is in the building because you know what time it is. It is going to be the second quarter of the State of the Bird Gang, which we'll get to in just a moment. First and foremost, thanks for rocking with us. Speaking of social media, follow us at JB and Benny Blue for all your social media needs. JB and Benny Blue Review.com for all past episodes. Put that slash merch behind it to get that patented. Don't be dumb. Hoodie, review, OG, t shirt, dad hat, coffee mm-hmm. mug, whatever you need. And. The contest is officially cracking. Call the Savage Hotline, 818-850-2804. Who, Mike Jones, 818-850-2804. Give us a call. Tell us how football has changed your life. And you, yes, you, could win a patented JB and Benny Blue Review hooded sweatshirt. You understand? First of all, Benny, I I need my goddamn hoodie. It's Uh, coming, man. You got it. Second of all, shout out to Mike Jones, man. Where the fuck is Mike Jones? I'll tell you where he's at. Like most sexist rappers, he made his money. He bought him a nice house and land. And he's making investments and he's fucking chilling. Hey, that's one thing I love about Texas rappers. They're extremely smart. Shout out to Chameleonaire. Chameleonaire is a multi-millionaire. You know what I'm saying? Because he bought into this app company. Hey, hey, make your money, make money for you reviewers. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. Exactly, and shout out to Slim Thug, he does the same thing Invest your money, rappers, athletes, entertainers People all over the world Get that mailbox money so the money can work for you Not you, working for the money You understand me? Yes, that's how we do it Yes, sir Uh, First and foremost, before we officially bring in Sean uh, We'd be remiss if we did not uh, pay our respects To one of the greatest comedic entertainers of all time Uh, Rest in peace to the great John Witherspoon He started at the comedy store with Richard Pryor and Robin Williams He's best known as Craig's dad. On Friday, he was Pops on the Wayans Brothers. You know what I'm saying? My love go bang, bang, bang. You know what I'm saying? One of the greatest entertainers of all time. Rest in yeah. peace. Uh, and JB, you know it means a lot to JB when he makes him the official profile picture on his Twitter. Uh, rest mm-hmm. in peace, John Witherspoon, Mr. Bridges. Yeah. Uh, you know, Pops is uh, kind of like everybody's grandmother, grandfather. I'm sorry. Uh, he's just one of those guys. 
that generationally he never, never, ever lost it. He's always been there. He's always been funny. Uh, he said something very smart, you know, and he was always a very intelligent man. He said something very smart on the D.L. Hughley show, and they asked him about his longevity. And he said, when I was younger, I played younger roles. As I got older, I played older roles. And he said, I made all of them funny. Hey, sounds like a winning combination to me. Pops, hey, rest in power, man. You know what I'm saying? You are missed, will be missed. Uh, I was so looking forward to the next season of the Bulldogs, but it just can't happen now because nobody can replace Pops. That's correct. That's correct. And, uh, hey, speaking of a winning combination, oh, we are joined by the official Arizona Cardinals correspondent. He, You yes. can, of course, see him on the neutral zone, KSRN Arizona, casualsports.com. You heard him for the first quarter, for the second quarter, and now we are rolling strong into the third quarter. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us finally on video from his studio right there uh-huh. in Tempe. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Sean McConnell. Sir, how are you? Appreciate you joining us, Hey, sir. man, I'm doing good, guys. Uh, I appreciate the uh, the beanie heads up. I, I needed that. We had a match today. I know, Ben, you got you kind of missed out on that one, but, you know, JB and I, hey, we got man, the beanie got, game going the, strong. So. Yeah, we got it. It's an easy thing, baby. It's an easy thing. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's getting cold out there, and it's bit. getting cold for some of these teams. Maybe not so much the Bird Gang, and we're going to get <sighs> into that right now. Oh, mm. my goodness, because now we are rolling strong into another edition of State of the Bird Gang. Cue the music. Pow, yes. pow, pow. Reviewers, you know what time it is, especially reviewers out there in the desert. We are going to break down all things AZ Cardinals, Bird Gang, the whole squad, the organization, everything, because we're sitting here with two gentlemen who uh, know their stuff, to say the least. And uh, Sean, right off the bat, um, trade deadline passed, of course, on the 30th of last month. I can't believe it's already November. We're on the precipice of of a new decade, people. Good Lord. And uh, listen, you know, the Bird Gang are still technically in the mix of things, and they weren't going to be left out of the mix. Uh, DJ David Johnson has been banged up. IR is he is he IR or not IR? I'm not sure. He's, not he's, he's the bring back IR. He's the bring back. Got IR. it. Okay, so he can still te- yeah he can still technically be added back to the active mm-hmm. roster. Got it. Yeah. But they did make moves. They got uh, young Kenyon Drake out of uh, Lord knows uh, they call it purgatory down there in the Bermuda Triangle because they're ha- <laughs> they're having an everything must go sale like Big Al's furniture shot to North Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they oh, got him from the fans. Uh, he ran for 110 yards. Um, Sean, what did, what have you seen? What did you see in that Thursday night game from Kenyon Drake? And do you think that was ultimately a good move to complement not only with DJ but obviously kind of pick up the slack for while he's you know still banged up? Man, I saw I saw a lot of good things from Drake. I basically saw another Chase Edmonds, which is what I saw. You're not going to get another David Johnson for one. Um, how he's playing now and how he played in 2015 in the earlier years. We're not going to find that guy. David Johnson is kind of a little bit of a shell of himself this year. What I see going forward is the Drake and and uh, Chase Edmonds show. Having those two guys back and forth, basically just reloading your gun with the same type of bullet every time, that can be really explosive and a lot of fun to watch. It was definitely a move of need, but it was a smart move at the same time. I got to give Kyle credit. His back was against the wall, and he pulled it out, and he got the guy that we needed to do what we needed him to do. It fits the system perfect. Um, will the money be there when he needs that contract? I don't know. It's hard to tell right now. I mean, we're going to have some money next season, but where that all is going to go is, is questionable to me. So it was a good move, though, to, to fill a need right away because you got to have a running game. Even though we're a majority of a passing team, you got to have some form of a running game or a threat to keep those defenses honest. So love the move. Love what I saw on Thursday. Nice. And and, and to your point, uh, you know, Sean, what you're saying, JB, what do you, what do you think – from what you saw, and you're going to see, obviously, throughout the rest of the season, what? how do you think that kind of helped stabilize Kyler and ultimately what they could do, you know, with some of the play calling, having him as an option? I think uh, we got to see uh, a lot of the genius of Cliff Kingsbury mm-hmm. and a lot of the stupidity of Cliff Kingsbury as a young uh, head coach. Listen, he did some wonderful things, and then he went back to doing some silly things, all right? And the silly things got us beat. I'm just going to be completely real, Sean. You agree? Right? Yeah. He just, I mean, I'm not talking about the timeouts or anything. Like that. I'm just talking about some of his play calling, right? Uh, now, there were other factors, you know, why we lost drop balls, penalties. DJ Humphreys used to teach to go, go to go to Flagstaff and go up to the top of the mountain and start meditating and try to find Jesus Christ or something. <laughs> because that kid 
Sean, is a pain in my fucking ass, bro. No homo. No homo. He is a pain in, he's a thorn in my fucking foot because such a waste of talent, right? Mm. Such a waste of talent. He is so athletic, he's so strong, but he's a fucking head case, all right? He's killing us right now. That's going to be addressed, of course, in the offseason. We definitely got to seal that offensive line up. But King and Drake, when, I, when we got him, I lost my mind. You asked me, I lost my mind. I was like, yep. thank God we got yep. this guy because he is a playmaker. Yep. Always having. I love that dude in Alabama. He's a baller, bro. Now, mm-hmm. you want to talk about the other side of the game? Vance Joseph is fucking killing us. Oh, right? yeah. Everybody banged on my little brother, Patrick Peterson. He had a bad game. But why did he have a bad game? The coverage being called, right? When anytime you're gonna go two man, you're gonna go zero, you're gonna go, you know, you're gonna go hybrid, you know what I'm saying? Like a three cloud type deal, and Pat is always in man type deal. You got that man running people, he, he's chasing people around all over the place. Hey, that's why Kittles got off. Because look, all Shanahan did, everybody talks so great about it. And look, I'm, I'm, I'm giving the 49ers their props, right? Because they play hard football and they do it for four quarters. Shout out to them. But what Shanahan does, he plays simplistic football. He finds ways to run the ball. He runs. This is his route concept. It's three routes. Crossing route, slant route, comeback or dig, if you will. Right? Running, I mean, receiver runs 17, 15, 12 yards to stop. Big body, put the ball in his chest. First down. So simple. They didn't throw the ball down the field one damn time. Right? Vance playing coverage. He's playing coverage. He's blitzing at the wrong time, playing coverage at the wrong time. Right? He better get his shit together. Right, because right now he's killing us. Because our offense, Sean, you can you can tell you can you can amen this or you can disagree. Our offense is trending up. Oh yeah, they're figuring out who they are and what they can do. And the more Cliff learns about the NFL, the better we're going to be. Yeah, and, and JB, I'm, I'm glad you said that. You, I want, you know, talking about the positives. I mean, Sean, especially from that game, and as JB says, no moral victories. You know, they they were in they were in earshot to really stun the Niners. But ultimately, there you know there was some you know unfortunate decision making you know down the end some you know some some scheme issues especially with matchups that I saw. But in terms of what you've seen halfway through the season, Sean, I mean, how are what are you seeing from Kyler and Cliff? That's they're they're really kind of coming together. What are some of the positives that you're pulling from that? I mean, the positives now are that they're finding out too what plays what sneaky plays they can run. I mean. Now they they just found out on Thursday Andy Isabella isn't half bad. We should probably play him a little bit Man, more. I've been wondering why this kid ain't been playing, Sean. I've been saying it every week. Why it's is a, this kid? We drafted this kid what the fifth round? Yeah. He, he ain't really played the special teams. Come on, man. This kid is a Wes Welker type. He's, he's an Eddie Evandola. That's what that's what he is. So use him. Yeah. Shit. It's a crowded it's a crowded room, I get it, but now they have, I mean, you have options. You're going to bring in, you're going to rotate uh, wide receivers out more than you do defensive linemen. Uh, seeing what you have with K1 and Cliff is is really, I would say, uh, uplifting to see. They're not, I mean, they're, they're like at the hip. It's not coaches yelling at the quarterback or anything like that. You're, you're looking at a, a good bond, a good relationship, and it's showing on the field because Kyler's doing what he can, and, I mean, he's willing these teams to get closer into these games where, on paper, you're looking at this game saying they, they had no purpose in being in this game. Uh, obviously, that, that late touchdown late is, is kind of what made it look a little closer than it was. But at the same time, that halftime score, 21-7, I mean, that was a lot better than I thought it was going to be at half. I, I got back from trick-or-treating. I'm like, hey, I'm about to enjoy half a game right now because we got a little something going there. Um, yeah, the play calling with Cliff has been a little suspect at part. Some of the game management's been a little suspect, but... You know, at the end of the day, I was saying in the beginning, you know, the first uh, State of the Bird gang, I wasn't holding this team to much. I wasn't holding them to, you know, playoffs or bust type mentality. It was, you know, we're going to take what we can get. We're going to see what they can do. And this is a learning year for them. And, you know, obviously everyone's trying to win and get to the playoffs. But at this point, you wanted to see progress. And offensively, every week you're seeing progress in some form. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I would agree. And I kind of felt the same way because I, I left watching the first half of the game and then I'm keeping an eye on it as I'm out and about. I'm like, oh, this is an actual game. But, you know, it's funny, JB, you, you, you're you never one to mince words in terms of, you know, players that should be utilized and players that are, as we say, fucking it off. And it's interesting because over this kind of tenure, these last few years, 
you know, the Cardinals have been, you know, they've had these players where it's like, you're like, ah, there's so much potential. Why can't you turn the corner? Whether it's the DJ Humphreys, they cut DJ Swearinger. It must be a DJ thing that they can't really figure it out. Buddha, you know, Buddha Baker, Chandler, all these different guys where it's like, God damn it, just turn that corner. So I want to throw this to both of you, um, Sean, starting with you. Over the, the first half of the season, who would you say is the most improved Cardinal? And who is you're looking at as like the most shaky Cardinal? Like they really need to get it together. All right, so most improved, since the offense is improving, I have to look there, I think. It's hard to give anything for the defense right now on that side. So most improved, most improved. I got to say, I'm not going to give it to Kyler because you're expecting him to improve and get used to the game. I'm going to say Chase Edmonds. Seeing what he's done and what he's taking with his role and expanding his role and just becoming, I'll do whatever it takes, but I'm going to do it 125% more than anybody else. That's been great to see, and honestly, it's it's leaving, leading into the next guy who needs to you know put up or shut up is is David Johnson. Chase is making a case to push David wow. Johnson off this roster, and I was making a case a couple weeks ago before he got hurt that you could trade David Johnson right now, get a good return on value, not not great, you know, not world beater, but you could have traded him a couple weeks ago, gotten maybe a, a good pick out of it, or maybe another cornerback, a rotational player. And it would have been all good. You shake your hands and move away. And then all of a sudden, Chase has those games that he did on the on the road trip. And you're going, that was a great deal. Uh, so th- that's what I, I see. You know, the defense, I don't know that it's personnel more than it is scheme. And I think that's going to show itself at the end of the year that we're going to get a new defensive coordinator and hopefully a linebacker who can go sideline to sideline in the draft. Right, exactly. And JB, JB, same thing with you. Most improved that you've seen, and you know another guy who needs to who needs to step that thing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to. Um, I'm gonna roll with Edmonds as well. Uh, he progressed last year, looked really good. And then I was been I've been waiting on that that boom. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he's that type of player. So I've been waiting on that out the backfield work and getting the ball and going 30, 40 yards because he's explosive. He has that in him. Um, also. I'm going to say Keyshawn. Like, you know, he's a rookie, but that kid is learning fast, right? Mm-hmm. As far as his routes and as far as how to, how to sit out in the zones. Like, he's got to catch every ball that comes to him. I get it. But he's learning, right? Learning that offense. He's a rookie. Give him time. Um, I'm going to disagree with you a little bit, Sean. It's about personnel on defense. I saw it already. It's horrible, all right? Yeah. I don't, know what, I don't know what they need to do with that kid. I don't know where he needs to play. He don't need to play here. He might need to go somewhere else where they can – Put, I don't know. He might even go to the Patriots or something. They got a, they got a knack for making guys better. So, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like the kid is just he he struggled in every facet, every position they put him in. He struggled, right? So right now they got him playing like the nickel linebacker because they got the uh, the white kid, the white linebacker. What's his name? That's, that's how it's called. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> crazy white man. Alert. Who I like? All right, what is his name, Sean? Marsh. No, no, not Marsh. He, no, that's a lunatic. I, I, I said crazy, not lunatic. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> Marsh is Marsh is my bro. I love that kid. No, uh, no, nah, nah, he, he. I forget his name. But anyway, he uh, he plays well, and I wish they would just play him for three quarters. I mean, three, three, three downs. Like stop taking him out. He plays well. Like he's disciplined. He works his ass off. He don't make mistakes. The one person I'm going to say besides Hassan Reddick, Hassan Reddick needs to go. I'm just being real. I'm sorry. Yeah. DJ Humphries need to get his shit together. All right. That kid has just been, he's just been horrible the whole time he's been here. All right, and I understand your point, Sean, about David Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Because we know how running backs are. You know what I'm saying? They get to a certain age. David Johnson's been paid. I'm not saying he's not motivated. I'm not saying whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's lost anything. But at that point, it would have made sense, you know what I'm saying, to trade. Kind of glad they didn't know because we can keep three running backs with Edmonds and, and um, DJ and Kenyon, because uh, Edmonds plays a lot of special teams, right? So that, that's why he can hold his roster spot. Uh, but right now, with DJ being out, that one-two punch with Edmonds and Edmonds and Drake is like it's magic, right? Yeah. Like Sean said, you just continue to put those rounds in that gun, and you ain't gotta compromise your offense because somebody came in the game, right? Exactly, and it's and it's going to open up more. I mean, listen, I wanted my kiddies to get Kenyon Drake because Carryon Johnson's on the IR for the rest of the season. They worked out Jay Ajayi, but it's like he he's a good pickup, and ultimately you're in a position where you have to be able to open up things for Kyler and get more of that play because you're never going to win games if 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 all if all the tape is there. You know how it is. It's a week. It's a it's a it's a week to week. It's a week to week season. So 
You know, I, ultimately, I think I think that can be a beneficial thing. And who knows, man? These shelf lights with these running backs, you, you never really know. And then finally, Sean, before we let you go, um, now we're officially into the, the third quarter of the season. Bergang already had the Thursday night game, so they're already the first game into it. Looking at the rest of the schedule, currently 3-5-1, right? Yep. So you're at, at, at the Bucks, at the Niners, uh, Rams, Steelers, and then and then to finish out the end of the season, you got Browns, Squawks, and the Rams again. So I mean, you know, look from from looking at from looking at that calendar, I legitimately think the you know at this point the Cardinals can beat the Bucks. Obviously, at the big bell bottom is going to be tough. You may be able to. I mean, listen, you may be able to shock the Rams at home. You'll definitely beat the Steelers, and I think you, I think you I think you could beat the Browns, especially because it, oh, yeah. it's in it's in Arizona. But Sean, what what do you think? What what are we what are we looking at for the next? Let's say the next three four games. Are we looking at a split? Where where are we at here on on this record? I'm gonna lean towards five wins. I'm gonna lean towards five. Now, Bucks, that's a win. I'm I'm iffy on the Niners game because we got them close, but I feel like they're gonna stomp us at their own place. Uh, the Rams, I think we're gonna take one from the Rams, Steelers, Browns, and then we might be able to take one away from the Seahawks because they might already be set in their their playoff spot. They might be content where they are. And they might Could just be. give up an L late, late in the season. So I'm going to say five. Mm, okay. JB, how about you? Five wins sounds good to me. I know we're going to beat the Bucks. <laughs> I, I might even say, you know what I'm saying, like I, I say six wins because I feel like we're going to beat the 49ers next time we play them. They didn't have an answer for anything we were doing, honestly. And they, they had that look of confusion on their face. You know what I'm saying? Like all it took was one fucking, one more goddamn piece of straw to break the camel's back and we'd have beat them. You know what I'm saying? We just tricked it off. So if we go in with a better game plan, get some guys healthy, get a better defensive game plan, I think we can take them over there no matter. I don't really think, you know what I'm saying, they're going to play what they're going to play either way it goes. I know we're going to beat the Rams in this one game. Um, The Steelers, man, fuck out of here. The Browns, man, fuck out of here. And then the Seahawks, I'm counting with you guys. We might steal one, just make the record a little sweeter. Uh, the one at the Rams. I feel like the Rams will be fighting for a playoff spot, so like exactly. it's gonna be a little tough. It's gonna be a little tough at that point. So I'm gonna say, you know, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean on six wins. Hey, I just, you know, what I'm saying the, the, the Mr. Cleo, you know, what I'm saying Miss Cleo, fuck my, my great aunt. <laughs> I, I predicted three and one. All right, I predicted we would go three and one in the second quarter. All right, mm. we did. All right, I predicted. And I told you, who, I, I told you who we was gonna lose to. I said we, I don't think we're gonna beat the Saints, but. You know, went out there and fought on tooth and nail. But, you know, it only takes one play to fuck up in that dome and you, you'll never see your ass again. Exactly, exactly. Well, listen, um, I mean, the Bird Gang certainly are already, you know, showing m- much more signs of life than last season. A lot to build off of. Clearly, you guys are both on the same page with some folks that really got to step it up or just flat got to go. And, uh, you know, we'll see how the rest of the third quarter of the season shakes. Sean, before we let you go, plug plug your show, KSRN, Casual Sports, all that good stuff, sir. Yeah, man. We uh, Monday nights, we're live on Facebook and on the website, KSRNAZ.com. Uh, that's where we done, do our casual sports show. It's mostly Cardinals. We'll talk some Suns, too, since they're hot right now, beating everybody. They are. Uh, Ooh, then on hot. Thursdays, we do the Neutral Zone, also live on Facebook, 8 p.m. for both shows. That's me, uh, Javon Adams, Ed Smith, former uh, tight end from the Falcons, and then Earl Burnett as well. And right now I'm beating everybody in that league at the Pick'em show, so I'm up by like four points on everybody. Yeah, talk about it. So uh, just had to rub that in again. That trophy's going to stay home with me. And uh, that's about it, man. And everything on, on social media is just slash casual sports, uh, K-A-Z-U-A-L-S-P-O-R-T-Z. That's Damn, it. Damn, there it is. Well, salute to you, sir. Uh, get over to Chase Field. Enjoy the festivities. We appreciate you. You will be, be safe, back with the... Yeah, man, you will be back once the third quarter of the season is finished to go in again on State of the Bird Gang. And again, make sure to check out KSRN. All of our episodes are available, of course, on KSRN Casual Sports. Hey, Sean, I'm trying. Sean, I'm, 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 I'm right up the street, Sean. All I got to do is hop on 202. I'll be there in 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Leave me on the show. All right, come on now. Yeah, we got to do that. We got to do that for sure. Yeah, man, get 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 him in there in the studio. Yeah, uh, so there it is. Uh, big th- big thanks to to Sean. He will be back here in the next few weeks. And when we come back, oh baby, half the season is over. Has JB caught up to the great blue Dini? How was his week of savage picks? No, only one way to find out. You got to stick around. This is the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast, and we'll be right back, bitches. Yeah.
Reviewers, this episode of the JB and Benny Blue Review podcast is brought to you by our fine sponsors, starting with Brave New Urban. Brave New Urban is the design studio with the entrepreneur in mind. Visit bravenewurban.com to learn about their web design and logo design services, or just simply look at the great work they lace us with on our new logo and branding. That's right. Go to bravenewurban.com and use promo code THEREVIEW and get 30% off your first project. Go to bravenewurban.com and use promo code THEREVIEW to get 30% off your first project. And of course, we are brought to you by Pacific Home Buyers. Have you inherited a home or property? Are you going through pre-foreclosure? Pacific Home Buyers helps homeowners in all 50 states get cash. That's right, cash for their homes. And their deals close within 7 to 14 business days. Visit packhomebuyers.com, that's P-A-C-homebuyers.com, or call 323-963-3417, that's 323-963-3417, for more information on how they can help you get cash for your home today. Woo! Let's go. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to the review. We appreciate you joining us that's right you reviewers new reviewers old reviewers all from sea to shining sea you are the best you know what i'm saying jb is having his jordan flu game right now but damn it he's making it happen with his number one dad mug you are you are currently you're currently the dog father something like you know snoop the double g right now you know what i'm saying oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah uh, <laughs> that's right we love we love the animals around damn it i'm gonna get you know what man I've been I've been really thinking about it, and I've been I've been I actually volunteered at a uh, um uh, a pound a couple a couple weeks ago. Took some dogs for the walk. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's only right that I start the new year with a dog, man. I think I think it's time. You gotta do it, man. You know, you gotta do it, bro. You know, I, I've been contemplating getting one. Uh, you know, uh, but I but I'm kind of like grandpa. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I'm more like grandpa. You know what I'm saying? And I am uh, the dog father because. It's like uh, it's like um, I can play with my kids, mm-hmm. and I can send them back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can play with the kids, and I can send them back. You know, so it's like uh, yeah, I want a dog right now, but I don't, I'm not ready for one right now, man. Right, exactly. You you can be, you know, what I mean, you can be, you can be the dog, you can be the dog chaperone, you know, you know, start a little, little J, right. JB, JB's kennels, you know, what I'm saying they come, they come for a weekend, you know, get their belly rub, and they get, right, they get right. on up out of there, you know what I mean? Right, you know? right, yeah, yeah. Man. I don't know about the belly rubs, you know, what I'm saying he's a, he's a gigantic kennel. No, he, he might get his head rubbed, not his belly. You know what I'm right, right, exactly. <laughs> no, 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 that's that's a big dog. We we we, we it on our Twitter. Go to follow us at JB and Benny Blue. All social media. And again, we're on all streaming platforms: iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Castbox, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Full episodes on YouTube, which you get to see our shining faces. You know what I'm saying? So, plenty of ways to listen. Make sure you follow and subscribe. All that good stuff. JB, we are halfway through the season, so we would be remiss. As painful as it is, we got to check in on uh, our For the People NFL.com Fantasy League. Uh, Leading lead the pack is, is, is the young boy Mike. He's 8 and 0 out here mashing out cats. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? 8 and 0, followed by Go Loco, Tone Loco, uh, Suggs to Be You, People's Champ, Monarchs, God's Plan, Henny Given Sunday. Yeti on a Buffalo, Kneeling with Cap, Drea Love 909, The Bad Outfits, RKO out of nowhere, Sean fits like a glove, and oh, wouldn't you know it, oh my god, like the goddamn Steelers of fantasy football, it's the Review Savages in 14th place, followed by Helmet to Helmet and Buy You Some Bitch, uh, bringing out the rear, so we were actually in a four-way tie with Sean, oddly enough. You'd think we know this much about football, we'd be doing a lot better than fucking two and six, but we are in a four-way tie Look, for last place baby, in our league, you know what I'm saying? Listen, 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 we made a mistake by allowing two people to get into our league, alright, you live and you learn, you know what I'm saying, we made a mistake, we got too much competition. You, you, can, you, can't, you can't even get free agents, no, you can't even get free agents. You can't like you try to get free agents. You can get nobody. There's no quality out there, so yeah, we, you know we're just screwed. It is what it is. We got Thank XFL players on our team. Some, shit. Yeah. Right, exactly. Thank you guys for joining the league and you know what I'm saying participating. You know, hey, shout out to Mike. Uh, he's one of my kids that I train. Yep. 
Uh, he goes. He goes to New Mexico State University. Wow, you know what uh, I'm saying? Western, sorry, West, Western New Mexico State University. Mm-hmm. So uh, shout out to him. I, I just spoke with him the other day. He always sends me his film or one on ones for me to critique it and give him points. One of my guys. All right. So shout out to Mikey and everybody in our league. All right. Um, yeah. and, you know, fuck it. You know, it is what it is. Just one video. Well, hey, you know, you know, we do we do it for the people and it, reviewers. Uh, reminder: uh, the winner of our league gets a exclusive interview on our show. It could be Mike. Mike is undefeated, but oh, there's still plenty of football <laughs> left. He might know. trick Never it know. off. He might trick it off, and you know, these other teams right Never there know. in the mix. You know, they may be able to overtake it and get that coveted spot for the interview at the end of the season. So we shall see. All right, folks, without further ado, we are halfway through the season, and we are coming up on Savage Picks Week 9. But first, we got to see how we did after eight weeks of ball, And with a drum roll, please. Oh, JB is at 66, 54, and 1, but the great blue Dini. Holding the lead by three, 69, 51, and one. Let's see how we did. Thursday Night Football, of course, you can find our picks at JB and Benny Blue on Instagram. We both picked Mr. You Like That and the the Skull to get it done against the Deadskins. They did. The Squawks beat the Dirty Boyds. Uh, we both picked the Bills to uh, beat the Eagles, but the Eagles had a bounce back week. Uh, the Bears fucked it off to the Chargers because, of course, they did because they don't even trust their own quarterback. God damn it. You know what I'm saying? They fucked it off. The Kitties got it done against Danny Dimes and the GE men. Uh, the two bipolar teams, the Bucks and the Titans, we both picked the Bucks, And uh, the Titans decided to tighten, tighten up that week for some reason. Uh, JB bet the house on the Colts uh, to win, and they sure did, beating the Broncos. Uh, the Rams mashed out the Bungles in Foggy London Town. As we mentioned, the, the Boyd gang fell to the Saints there in the big gumble bull baby, so I got that one right. But on the flip side, I thought the Jets have a bounce back week against the Mississippi Mustache down there in Jacksonville. Wrong. Uh, JB picked that correctly. Uh, we both picked JB's former employer, the Black Cats, Cat Scratch Fever, and they got motherfucking pimp slapped in the bill, big bell bottom uh, by the Niners. Uh, they pitched you. They ended up getting it done uh, against the Brownies there at home. Uh, the Raiders fell against the Texans. I correctly picked the Texans. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be a bigger matchup with the Packers at the Chiefs, but the uh, Chiefs hung around there with Mandy Moore. I bet the house on the Packers, and I was right. And the Steelers, just we didn't even give a fuck about that game. But, hey, they beat uh, the winless Finns uh, last week. So that's what happened in Week 8, all right? But, damn it, we ain't going to spend too much time looking in the rearview mirror because, damn it, we are looking through the motherfucking windshield. You know what I'm saying? So, without further ado, no more delays. It is Savage Picks Week 9. Cue that music. Pow, 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 pow. Right off the bat, Thursday Night Football, it was the Niners going into the Red Sea. Oh, the Bird Gang kept it close, scoring 11 in the fourth quarter, but ultimately fell to the Niners. Jimmy G, four touchdowns. But Kenyon Drake for the Bird Gang, 110 yards, and he got a TD. Uh, I know we talked about a lot in the first segment of Save the Bird Gang, but specifically on this game, JB, quick summary of the good, the bad, and the ugly that you saw from the Bird Gang in this game. Uh, good play calling at times. Bad play calling hurt us. Uh, too many mistakes offensively hurt us, and bad defensive play call hurt us. Uh, I'm not even going to say what we're not going to be because they didn't do anything spectacular. They made the plays and they were there to make, and uh, we didn't. So that's why they came out with the W. Mm-hmm. Pow-pow. There it is. All right. Now jumping into the games that are going to be happening here. Oh, my God. We are taking it here to foggy London town. It is the Texans. Uh, against the Jags. Apparently the Jags have a pretty decent following in London. Uh, The line is a point and a half for the uh, Texans there. And just taking a look at the injury report, uh, for the Texans, you got uh, a couple of their tackles. uh, Titus Howard banged up. Larry Tunsil banged up. The list is questionable. Uh, Will Fuller, uh, Deshaun Gibson, uh, Lonnie Johnson, um, and Greg Mance, and Bradley Roby uh, are all left. All got left in uh, H-Town coming down. And then on the flip side for the Jaguars, you got Leon Jacobs, Quincy Williams are out, and then DJ Hayden 
and uh, D.D. Westbrook are all listed as questionable game time decision. Uh, Bizzleman, Texans and Jags in foggy London down. Who you got? Two questions. Is DeAndre Hopkins playing? Uh, I, did, I did not see him listed on the injury report, so it looks like he's going to be in okay, there. Okay, cool. Is Deshaun Watson playing? Correct. Okay, good. Yeah, Texans. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it is what it is. The, the goddamn rhetorical questions, and I, I agree. I want to take uh, the Texans as well. Uh, Texas are starting to, you know, are, are starting to find a groove. Now we're in that part of the season where the teams are really going to step it up, especially if they have the ability to not only win the division but make some noise in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Divisional, it's it's weird. It's weird that they're having a divisional game in London. You would think that they would, you know, keep this right. shit. But you know, hey, I'm going to pick the Texans as well. Uh, I think they really start to get it going starting this week. All right, moving right along. It's the Deadskins against the Bills Mafia. And, oh, it's going to get chilly up there. It might be 42 degrees as JB loves to check their weather report. Mm. The line is 10.5 for the Bills at home. And then checking the injury report. Uh, Vernon Davis is going to be out. Uh, Everett Safety is going to be out. Case Keenum's out. Uh, Dwayne Haskins getting his first official start. Um, and then you also have uh, Nicholson, Chris Thompson running back, and uh, Trayvon Hester listed as questionable. Flip side for the Bills, Maurice Alexander will not play. And then banged up, they got Kurt Coleman, safety, tackle Cody Ford, and corner Levi Wallace all listed as questionable. Deadskins at the Bills. My be you. Hey, the Bills going to get the win. Uh, the way Haskins is going to fall into the long line of Ohio State quarterbacks that broke all those records in college and they did shit in the league. Sorry, that's what's going to happen. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Bills Mafia, after taking a tough one there uh, against the Eagles, are definitely going to get it done. Obviously, you know, the, the, the Skins got nothing to play for, and they don't have enough talent to play. Spoiler, way too injured. And, uh, you know, listen, that, that Bills defense, that home crowd, uh, that's going to be, uh, as JB says, that, 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 that nice classic welcome to the NFL young fella moment uh, mm. for young oh, yeah. Dwayne Haskins. So we're both taking the Bills. All right, moving right along. Interesting matchup. It's the the six and two Vikings mm. at the five and three Chiefs. We're still playing some decent ball with Matt Moore, a very experienced fringe starter backup who was coaching high school football in California. Got the call like Shane Falco. Big Red had him fly out there to the big fucking motherfucking barbecue city the whole parking lot smells like some fucking brisket and ribs the whole shit there isn't even oh, a lot yeah. there isn't even a line in this game as of yet which is interesting no, it's not. uh going over the injury report uh adam Thielen is currently the only person listed on the injury report he's listed as questionable the obvious for the chiefs patty mahomes is out uh frank clark kendall fuller uh chris jones are listed as questionable and then you got eric fisher and alex okafor are considered out um vikings at that chiefs what you thinking? I'm going to go with the uh, Purple People Eaters on this one, but uh, the Vikings are just too strong for a non-Patrick Mahomes-led Chiefs team. Uh, they could have had all those injuries they wanted if Patrick Mahomes was playing. I, I would pick the Chiefs at home. But you like that. He's playing good ball. He, he's being that, what I like to call, better than a game manager. You know what I'm saying? That good but not great quarterback that he is. Uh, Dalvin Cook running the ball exceptional. And, and then you got Diggs, who's finally learned how to call, catch the ball and do some things with it. And Rudolph is going to get involved, as always. So um, the Chiefs defense is still kind of suspect to me. I know they played good last week uh, against the the, 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 um, the the Packers. And then the week before that, they played very well. But they're still kind of suspect to me. So I'm going to roll with the Vikes to get it done at Arrowhead. Exactly. I'm taking the Vikings as well. I mean, look, Kirk Cousins, I mean, Kirk Cousins is the classic showing out when the defense isn't that great and folding under pressure uh, un- under the lights. I mean, you know, with, with with the with the Chiefs, with the Chiefs defense, you know, Patrick Mahomes or not, um, you know, obviously there there are some holes there. I mean, I think they are going to play him tough. I think it's definitely going to be a good game to watch. But setting the tone with uh, Dalvin Cook, I mean, you know, Diggs is going to get loose for his. And, uh, you know, I do think the, the, the Vikings go on the road and get a, you know, a much-needed victory in this part of the season, try to keep themselves in the race uh, for the NFC North. All right, moving right along. It's our first, do we really got to pick this game, pick of the week. It's the B-U-M-S, bums, 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 oops. I mean the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 the 1-6, and 0-3 oh on the road, Jets, against the winless Dolphins there in the Bermuda Triangle. The line is three for the Jets at home. Not even going over the injury report. JB, what you thinking? 
I'm really, I didn't want to believe that they were tanking, but I'm starting to buy into it. Um, the Jets get the win. I'm taking the Finns to get their first win of the season. Turmoil with the Jets. Sam Darnold seeing ghosts. Jamal Adams can't trust the front office. All the infighting is real, and they're going to take it down to the old jankification capital of the world. That's Miami, Florida. The Finns, listen, the Finns are not like the Bungles and the Skins where, yes, they're bad because of a lack of talent, but they're not bad because of a lack of fight. And damn it, I think the Finns find a way to trip and fall into an ugly game, but their first win of the season. Yes, they want to tank for Tua, all this shit, but I think they find a way to get it done. I do not trust the Jets at all, and I think they get their first win of the season. So I'm going to take the Finns at home. All right, moving right along. It's the Bears against the E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. Uh, The line is four and a half for the Eagles at home there in Lincoln Financial. And just checking out the injury report, uh, Isaiah Irving, linebacker, only one listed here um, on the injury report. He is out uh, for the Eagles. Um, They have Deshaun Jackson now listed as questionable. And then a bunch of other questionables, uh, Nigel Bradham, Jason Peters, uh, Jernigan, and Sendejo for the Eagles. Bears at Eagles, Bizzle Man. Who you got, sir? Uh, E-A-G-L. Yes, Eagles. All right. Uh, Mr. Bissy don't know who the fuck he is no more. And Matt Nagy don't know who he is either. Ha, uh, their defense care. is tired of playing. Their defense is tired of carrying their offense. And plus, they're just they in Philly. Shit. It's just going to be crazy. The crowd will be rocking. You know what I'm saying? Philly needs a win um, to try to gain ground in the, in the East. So, yeah, I'm rolling with the Eagles. Yeah, I agree as well. I mean, you know, I think that uh, the Bears. You know, they really got some decisions to make in, in the offseason. And uh, the Eagles are still very much in the in the mix of things. And because I think that they can really throw some looks at old Mitch if, he, if he's ultimately going to play. I predict that Mitch is going to get benched in this game. Uh, and they're going to put Chase in at, at for, you know, at some point during the second half. And, you know, I think that the uh, the Eagles are, are really going to really show out despite being banged up. And they are going to get a much-needed W. All right, moving right along, it is an AFC matchup. It's Chad Carr's Colts, the 5-2 and two Colts, against the uh, Steelers, Ooh. the 3-4 and four Steelers. Very interesting on this one. Vegas is, Vegas is trying to get some money to come in. They have the line set as a point for the Steelers at home, which, uh, okay, uh, that's, a, that's interesting to say the least. Um, taking a look here at the injury report. T.Y. Hilton is ruled out, and it looks like uh, Pierre Desir is uh, downgraded here to doubtful. And then Malik Hooker and Justin Houston are listed as questionable for the Steelers. James Connors listed as doubtful. And then uh, Ramon Foster and Benny Snell, the uh, running back who's been making a little bit of hay for them, are listed as out with uh, the fullback Roosevelt and Knicks uh, listed as questionable. Colts at Steelers, Bizzle man. What you thinking? Yeah. God damn, who the fuck gonna play? <laughs> but the Steelers, the Steelers don't have a fucking run. They don't have a running back. Right. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Colts because they got more guys, more more key guys, healthy. And I just think the Colts. Uh, I think Frank Wright out coaches. Um, man, uh, what's his name? Uh, Thomason. So yeah, I'm going with the Colts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to me, this is this is a, this is a top game, sir. Time of possession. Colts are gonna keep it on the ground. They're gonna control the clock. Obviously, the quarterback position, Steelers don't really have anything for them. Um, you know, look, Steelers, Steelers are are well coached. They, you know, they 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 have a they have a home crowd. But at the end of the day, it's just one of those years where it's not meant to be for the Steelers because they don't they don't have the pieces that they need to be successful. Period. And a damn sure is not going to happen against the Colts. So we are both taking the Colts. All right, folks, my kitties are going to the big black hole up there in Oakland. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I think you, I think you, I think you skipped the game. I think you skipped the game. We got the Titans and Panthers. The Titans and Panthers. Oh, you're right. Titans at the Panthers. Uh, the line is three and a half for the Panthers at home. Check the injury report for this game. Uh, for the Titans ruled out is Jarrell Casey. Center Ben Jones is a uh, concussion. And then you got uh, Delaney Walker, Chris Milton list as questionable for the Black Cats. Uh, Cam Newton's still out. He looks like he's getting closer by the week. Greg Little is still out. And then they have Mario Addison, Christian Miller, and wide receiver Curtis Samuel all listed as questionable. Titans at Panthers. Did the Panthers bounce back from an ass whooping last week, JB? Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, they do. I can't scratch feet, bro, all day. I think the defense gets it together. Uh, D-line manhandles the Titans O-line. And I think we picked Tannehill off a couple times to give us opportunities to win. It's going to be an ugly one, all right? Uh, maybe a three-point win. Uh, if you bet, and I wouldn't bet the line. Correct. I would just bet straight up on this. Uh, or if you bet, and I'm just giving bad advice, I would bet that the Titans win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to go for the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, I, I definitely don't. I definitely don't see the Panthers dropping two in a row. And team, you know, teams teams that are well coached have have a good culture, especially ones with playmakers and good leaders. Have have a way of bouncing back. Obviously, if they are playing a tougher opponent opponent that could be trusted much more week to week, unlike the Titans, uh, maybe they would they would struggle. But I agree. I think the Panthers are going to go home and get a much needed win. Uh, to try to get things uh, back on track because at the end of the day, that would still, if they win, that still makes them five and three. So that's uh, that's pretty solid for where we're at in the season. All right, now we are at my game. It's the Honolulu Blue Kitties crawling their way into the back black hole, you know what I'm saying, in Oakland uh, for the Raiders. And uh, the Raiders have a two-and-a-half-point line at home against the Kitties. Injury report, um, Tracy Walker... Uh, and Mike Daniels are not expected to play. The list is doubtful. Um, they actually down, They actually um, uh, took out uh, Trey Carson. They actually just updated that recently. We just we just picked up a uh, running back off a waiver side. Waiver side. Don't think Trey Carson is going to play. Glasgow's banged up. Snacks is banged up. Uh, Amani the corner the corners banged up. Ashawn Robinson, Darius Slay questionable, but I think the majority of those, those guys should play, especially Slay. For the Raiders, you got P.J. Hall, uh, Dwayne Harris, uh, Eric Eric Harris, Rodney Hudson, Andre James, and Josh Morrow all listed as questionable. JB, do my kitties go on the road and get a much-needed win to stay in the thick of things? No. No. Uh, no. Raise on. Raise on. Uh, the Raiders are going to play a different brand of football at home. They're going to play on the road. And, of course, that, that black hole is still the black hole. Um, they still are in the hunt of things. They're 3-4 record. Um, they're 2-1 at home. They're leaving. All those factors come into play uh, with a Lions team who's always going to fight hard and probably the Yankees team to me in the league. So <laughs> there's going to be some... You know I mean? yeah, just like that's that's some experience playing, not nothing personal. You know, no attack on them. Right, right. Every time I played against them, there was always some janky shit going right, on. Right. So I'm gonna roll the Raiders on this one. I think they get it done in Oakland, uh, squeak by and get it. I think they pull away late. Take a couple mistakes. Uh, your boy Stafford's been playing a little too well this year. He's gonna throw him a pick. You always and keep calling that. Ain't gonna come up. That's amazing. <laughs> well, it's the, it's the thing. Like he 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 does it every year. And usually he's good for one a game. And he, he's usually the reason why y'all lose games, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? He'll throw a pick late in the game. And it's like, oh, he ain't done it this year. So he's got overdue. I think the Raiders, you know what I'm saying? I really think that their D-line is going to dominate y'all's O-line. That's going to be the difference in the game. Mm, okay. Well, for, for those not keeping track of what the young Stafford's doing, Stafford is third in the league right now in touchdowns. That dude is having a hell of a season yes. so far. And uh, listen, yes. close game, janky game. Um, you know, maybe maybe some developments there in the running game with Jacobs for the Raiders. I, I am counting on a Derek Carr mistake late. Uh, we have a pretty good secondary. We have some, we have some playmakers, um, and especially if Slay plays. Um, I'm expecting I'm expecting some big plays late by the secondary. Lord knows there's going to be some jankification. Lord knows there's going to be some questionable 10-minute reviewed fucking calls in this game. So I would hold your money if you were thinking about betting on this one, but it's two teams right there kind of in the middle trying to find, you know, really establish an identity and where they're at for the rest of the season. You know, kitties, I think, squeak one out, but the jankification will be real in the black hole, so we can agree to that, that's for sure. All right, moving right along, reviewers. Uh, it's the pirate ship, the Bucks, going against the fucking squawks. I'll do it for JB because I know he's drinking his hot toddy trying to savor his can't voice. You know what I'm saying? I know, you know what I'm saying? That's what you know what I'm saying? That's, that's my that, yeah, <laughs> There it. it is. That's why we're brothers, man. We're, we're picking up the it. slack when one, one of us is hurting, you know what I'm saying? Like like Jordan and Scotty, you know what I'm saying? Out here making plays. Uh, it's the Bucks at the Squawks. The Squawks, who just picked up Josh Gordon. Uh, and we got to check that with the injury report and see if they're reporting anything with that. Uh, for the Bucks, 
Uh, two questionables. Uh, both are tight ends, actually. O.J. Howard and Cameron Bray. Uh The newly acquired from my kiddies uh, for the Squawks, Quandre Diggs, Delano Hill, and Quentin Jefferson are all expected to be out. Um, but from what I understand, um, do you do you have any any uh, any information on this? Is Josh Gordon going to play for the Squawks? I haven't heard anything. Uh, I, I seriously doubt it. When he just got there. He he's he was on IR with it's true with New England. Uh, they cut him off of IR and he got picked up by the Seahawks because he was a guy like DJ for the Cardinals that they were going to bring back uh, towards the end of the season. So he's not like completely out for the season, but he will not play. No, nah, he won't play this week. Gotcha. Okay. Well, shit. Having said that, Bucks at Bucks at Squawks. What you think? <laughs> Squawks. <laughs> I bet the house on it. Yeah, <laughs> Pacific Home Buyers bet the house. Pick of the week. There it is, baby. The first, the first of the Savage picks for Week Nine. And uh, yeah, man, Squawks. Now this, this is where you see, this is where you see the coaching, the culture. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson's having an MVP uh, level season. And uh, yeah, man, this is this is where the Squawks. You know, the, as Sean was kind of mentioning in our first uh, segment with the State of the Bird Gang. Um, you know, they are still kind of fringe in terms of their consistency and if they can make a run to make the playoffs. But if it's going to start, it's going to start this week against opponent uh, that can have selective firepower, but definitely is not consistent enough and definitely is not going to uh, win up there in the big coffee mug. So we are both taking the squawks. All right, speaking of dog, shout out to Zulu. It's a... The Browns, the much, the much maligned, the much shaking their fist. Baker Mayfield's over there snapping at cats in the motherfucking press conference. Freddie Kitchens is over there eating Carl's Jr., getting the shit in his playbook because he he's having trouble figuring out what kind of decisions he wants to make. But damn it, they're going against a team that just put uh, young Fluco Flacco on the IR. It's the two and five Browns against the two and six Broncos. The line is four for the Browns on the road. Injury report, Farrell Brown, tight end listed out for the Browns. And then from there, they got uh, Kalule, uh, Eric Murray, uh, Demarius Randall, and Kendall Lamb listed as questionable for the Broncos. Bryce Callahan, Jeff Hewerman, Dewan James, and Will Parks won't play. And then, shit, they got uh, Demarcus Walker is questionable. Broncos hosting the Browns. What you think, sir? I'm going to go with the Browns because Denver is just all fucked up. So, rolling with the Browns on this one. Um, I mean, all the Browns got to do is just, you know what I'm saying, establish some sort of some sort of fucking stability in the things that they're doing. That's all they got to do is just, just shit, just establish some sort of stability. Like, it's horrible. It's only consistent. Yes. Penalty easy. Mm-hmm. Fucking, it's just horrible. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you know what? I do think this is the week that the Browns get it right. So much so, I'm making this my Pacific Home Buyers Bet the House pick of the week. Um, I don't think they're just going to continuously get, in, get mashed out, especially against teams that got nothing for them. So that's what I'm doing with this shit. And uh, I'm taking the Browns to, to try to right the ship. Uh, maybe they're not going to make the playoffs at this point, but damn it. Uh, let's see what happens. I mean, shit, I don't know, man. I, You know, it's it's very interesting to see what is going to happen with Freddie Kitchens. If they keep him as the head coach, all that good shit um, moving into next season. I don't know, though, because one thing is for sure. I think he can I think he can dial some shit up on offense, and I think the players like him. But his decision-making as a head coach is questionable. So, I don't know, man. It, he, it may not just be his time right now. So, I'm taking the Browns, and I'm betting the house on the Browns to get it done. On the road up there in Mile High. All right, just a few games left here in Week 9. It's the Cheese Eaters, the 7-1 Cheese Eaters, at the janky-ass Carson Bakersfield, San Antonio, San Diego, motherfucking Barstow, goddamn fucking Chino Hills Chargers. Uh, which basically really the Chargers. Game. They're, 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 the, they're the Reedley Chargers, bro. Yeah, they're, 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 that's right. The that's right from last week, the Reedley Chargers. The Reedley Chargers hosting uh, the Packers. The line is uh, four for the Packers. I'm not even doing the injury reports on this. Uh, why are the Packers going to win, sir? Shit. Because they're better on offense, better on defense, <laughs> better on special teams. They're just better. <laughs> Correct. Correct. I agree. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to get some nice uh, respite from the cold of Green Bay. 
and he's going to be slanging that shit back in his home state of California. Chargers! I don't know, man. You guys, you guys, you guys I, honestly, they got to be... Hey. They're the jankiest team of all time. Let's just be real. The Chargers are the jankiest team of all time. Right. Hey. Hey. Of all time. Great. Of all time. Uh, man. So we're both taking the Packers. All right. Ooh, baby. Uh, this one is going to be good. It's the Pats, dude. Quote the Raven nevermore. The Raven posting the Pats. The line is three for the Pats on the road. Injury report. Rex Burkhead, Patrick Chung, Julian Edelman, Ryan Izzo, Matt LaClosse, and Shaquille Mason, uh, Gunner Olszewski, and James White are all listed as questionable. On the other side for the Ravens, uh, Marquise Brown, uh, Maurice Kennedy, Bennett Jackson, Patrick McCarry, Pat, uh, Patrick on on a wound, sir. Uh, Jimmy Smith and Oral Thomas uh, are all listed as questionable. Pats at the Ravens. Do the Pats finally drop a game there in Baltimore, busy man? Well, I don't think um, I don't think Lamar Jackson. I have enough magic to deal with the pa- the Patriots. A lot of people are like, oh, the Patriots ain't played nobody, and they ain't even tested. And when they played against good teams, they struggled. Look, man, usually the Patriots lose about two games in the, in the beginning of the season anyway. Mm-hmm. So they're ahead of the curve right now anyway. So uh, Lamar Jackson, another kid, I think he's uh, – him and – I mean, shit, I think he's arguably, you know what I'm saying, you know, him and, he's definitely an MVP uh, candidate, you know what I'm saying, talks. He's doing phenomenal things. He's playing his game. But we know Belichick. We know how he's going to do him. He's going to take away Lamar Jackson. And then we're going to see how they do from there. So, yeah, I'm going to with the Patriots. It's going to be a good game. I'm gonna say, I, th- I think the Ravens going to do what they do. They're in Baltimore, so it's going to be probably going to be crazy. It's going to be all that, all that. So it's, it's the night game, you know what I'm saying? So, it's going to be wild, mm-hmm. but the Patriots get it done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, e- exactly, exactly. Um, I do I do think because we all know that Belichick is the king of uh, getting on that damn exercise bike and watching tape. Brady watches a lot of tape. You know, they're, they're, they're probably – you know, the most prepared organization out of any organization in the league. And it's been that way for a long time because that's just how that's just how they operate. I do think uh, old uh, Johnny Harbaugh is going to be really doing his best to try to throw some very unique looks uh, with Lamar Jackson to kind of, you know, throw them off that may not be on tape to try to, you know, get a spark. Obviously, their their thing is they're going to need to get started early. But ultimately, I do think the, uh, the uh, Patriots' defense – really carries them to a W and uh I think they ultimately roll into uh 9 and 0. This this could be, you know, this honestly could be another regular season. No, as I said regular season undefeated uh streak here for the Patriots, but uh, remember last time that they went undefeated in the regular season, oh, they fucked it off when yeah. it counted, you know what I'm saying? So maybe it'll be right, right, that right. year. All right, and finally it's an NFC matchup for Ding! How about them cowgirls? I mean, them cowboys going into the Meadowlands to face the G men. Uh, doesn't look like an injury report has been released at this time because it is the Monday night game. But the line is a touchdown for the Cowboys on the road. Bizzle man, do the G men steal one from the Cowboys, or do the Cowboys uh, get another much-needed division win, sir? Do the G-Men still want from the Cowboys? No. Uh, the Cowboys <laughs> The Cowboys get the W. Uh, they just acquired uh, Michael Bennett, which is a great acquisition. Um, the Giants are, you know, they're not the G-Men right now. They're the L-Men, right? <laughs> so they're taking mad L's. They're taking mad L's, B. You know what I'm saying? They're going to take one Monday night. Taking them L's, son. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, look, the Cowboys are kind of in a similar position with the Eagles because at the end of the day, you know where we're at now. They're going to be fighting with the Eagles for the division. Period. I mean, and they they know that right, they right. know the one. This is the type of season, as you know. These are the games that when you got to win, the teams that you're supposed to beat, you got to beat them. And that's what they're going to do in the Meadowlands. Uh, the Falcons, the Bungles, the Rams, and the Saints all have buys, and that's it for Week Nine Savage Picks. We'll see who's right, who is wrong, who is both right, who is both wrong. Mr. Bridges, any final thoughts here before for the reviewers before we get up out, out of here and enjoy our foosball weekend, sir? Hey, we appreciate you guys. Like I put on our story on Instagram. You did. Careful, man. It's foosies out there. Take take advantage, you know what I'm saying? Get your 
get, get, your, get your vitamins up, you know what I'm saying? Get your, you know what I'm saying? Make sure that, that the hand sanitizer is handy because it is that time of year. It is that time of year all over the world. All around the world. So, uh, other than that, man, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And uh, for those of y'all that are watching our beautiful faces, see the two fingers, it means peace. Uh, social media, hit us up, JB and Benny Blue, all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, email us if you like, uh, Jeremy Bridges, I'm sorry, Jeremy. It's JB and Benny Blue Review at gmail.com. Uh, holler at us, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we do have a sweepstakes going on right now, sweepstakes. We do have a, uh, a contest going on right down. now. Right. <laughs> we do have a contest going on right now. Benny, give them that number and tell them about that contest. That's right. If you want to win a patented comfy JB and Benny Blue Review hoodie, call the Savage Hotline. That's 818-850-2804. Who Mike Jones? 818-850-2804. Now to tell us what football means to you and how it's changed your life. The best entry will win the contest. We will play them on the show. The contest ends November 15th, so make sure to call that number. We're going to keep sharing that information in our newsletter and on our social media so you can make sure you can enter that to try to win your hoodie. And uh, that's it, jbandbennyblueview.com. We are available on all streaming platforms. And uh, that's it, reviewers. We love you. Go live your life. Go beat the kids. You know what I'm saying? We are almost toward the end of the year. Damn it, make it count. And we love you. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Zulu. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, John Witherspoon. And we love you, the reviewers. This has been the JB and Benny Blue Review Podcast. And we out. Until next time, peace out. Yeah. Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. <sighs> Mondays. Just became Mondays. Mondays just got more exciting. Powerball now draws three days a week. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.